Welcome to the Yoga Pants Podcast. I'm Sarah Ratliff. And I'm Nicole DeBoom. We're two successful female entrepreneurs who are running multiple businesses. We came together when I wanted to sell my business, Skirt Sports, and Sarah was ready to expand her Be Inspired Brands empire. That's right. I decided to combine the best women's fitness apparel in the world with my Zuma Women's Running Series. Today, I run multiple businesses, all geared toward inspiring and motivating active women to live their best lives. We come together weekly-ish to connect, share, and have candid conversations about what really matters to active women at all ages and stages. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Sarah, it's so great to see your lovely face in this new year, 2023. I know. Can you believe it? I so can't far, believe it. it's starting off to be, to be a good year so far. We I have get a-, a little nervous saying that, considering the last oh. few years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, funny. It's like when you, it's that whole jinx thing, right? So Tim and I were on the chairlift because this is what we do now. We just go ride chairlifts all day. Yeah. And um, we're getting towards the top of this lift that is notoriously slow and stops a lot. And Tim goes, wow, this lift was really fast today. And the second he said it, it dead stopped for five minutes. We were like, uh, let's never say that again. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> right. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, okay, well, I think it in my head. If I think it in my head, did I jinx it? Should just not think it at all. <laughs> right, right. You know, I remember coming off a particularly rough 2019 and 2020. I we came into it and I was like, good riddance 2019, 2020 is gonna be amazing. And one month later, the pandemic yeah. hit the entire world and we're in the third year of it. Um, yeah, so yeah. Right? We want to be positive, we want to spread the positive news. We should keep saying it, but just know that, hey, it may or may not be a coincidence that the moment you say it, it's going to backfire. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, that is a really good thing that you um, bring up kind of this idea of staying positive and um, even working through life challenges because it relates to today's topic where we're going to be talking about the importance of having a coach in your life. Right. Yes. And nobody has negative coaches. Nobody's like, I want to hire me a coach that's going to teach me how to think darkly. Like that is not, that is not why coaches exist. (laughs) Right? You are. That's so true. I mean, maybe there are a few that are out there like there, but yes, no, I think, well, not only are coaches, their job is to help, um, if you think positively, right, kind of shift your, your mindset. Well, Sorry but also um, to push you to do things that you've never done before. I mean, I'm sure you know that as a, as an athlete, I, I'm actually very interested to know, tell me about some of the coaches that you've had athletically in your life. Well, this is a good point because I think most of us, our first experience with having a coach is generally through sports as kids. And I've always uh, I've repeated this statement multiple times is that 
I don't remember most of my teachers. I'm so sorry, teachers. I remember some of you, but I remember all of my coaches from all of my sports, um, running, swimming, even some of the sports I only did for a season or two. And um, I think, you know, the one of the things when you're really young is that your coaches are people who kind of know everything. You look at them in awe and you're like, I, I am trusting you with my future in this sport. I am trusting you. Whatever you say, I will do. And I think when you're really young, part of being a coach is literally just like keeping the peace and like surviving each workout with little kids. But as you get older, you start to develop more of a relationship with your coach. As you start to understand more of who you are and what you Mm -hmm. might need, then all of a sudden your coach becomes more of a guide. And, uh, And the best coaches have often told me that as an adult, at some point, they would like to leave the relationship. Like they want to give me the tools and help me learn enough about myself so that they'll always be there for me, but I won't need to rely on them every day. And so I think these relationships evolve as we grow and evolve. I don't know. What's your experience been in the bigger picture like that? No, I think you're absolutely right. Actually, as you're talking, I'm like, my head is spinning as I think about um, coaches and what it means, right? I think society really only embraces the idea of an athletic coach when you're a kid, because if, I mean, what, you know, what 10 year old has like a mindset coach? Like if we, if you had a mindset coach or like a motivational coach, people would be like, Hey, 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 what's, what's happening? Like, it feels really strange. Right. So I think um, I think athletic coaches are kind of like this society says, yes, this is OK to have this. And coaches, I think, do more than just teach you how to play a game. They do. They push you. They they read you like coaching, I think, is is can be you have to understand the psychology of people as well. It's not just, hey, go run this far. Hey, go do this. But like what motivates you? How do I get you going? You know, how do I push you just a little bit more. And to be honest, our first coaches probably are our parents, if you really think about it, you know, and they, we, you know, we think they know everything. We probably fight them, but you know, they really, they're our parents' job as we're younger is to coach us and push us and get us to do the things that, that matter for us. So, um, but, you know, I know um, I'm actually coaching my son's basketball his YMCA basketball team, which has been so fun because I, I love it because um, not only am I teaching basketball and it's the basic skills, right? So I'm good enough to do, to do that. But the eagerness of these children, they want to learn. And then they also want to be seen. I can see that in their faces when I give them attention, they want to be seen. They go, Oh, this person sees me and I want to do better for them. You know, it's a very interesting kind of thing. Um, And honestly, outside of athletic coaching, I, how, I don't know that people, you know, seek coaching in a lot of ways. We may have therapists, we may have athletic coaches, but is there someone in your life that's really helping you get where you need to go? And I think there's another amazing concept and that's group coaching. 
So I've actually done some of this before. And not only do you have a leader who's leading you through the group coaching, but you actually are, you learn and are uplifted by the other people in your group. They, you teach each other things. And then also you learn from their experiences. Honestly, some of the most powerful parts were the fact that someone facilitated a group for me and I learned so much from these other women that were in the group. So I think it's a lot of ways to, to have a coach. So. No, I totally agree. You know, I actually think we could each maybe think about and give an example of how a coach changed our lives. I don't know. Do you think you might have one of those or you can ponder it and I can start here? Yeah, I think you should go first because I'm very intrigued by like, yeah, what? Because you are a person that you're already pushing yourself. You could, I've, I've watched you like you don't really need somebody making you do stuff. But so where have coaches come in and helped you? Well, on- it's, it is interesting. Um, strangely, I had very few female athletic coaches which blows my mind. Um, For my other podcast, Run This World, I'm running a menopause series right now. And I Mm -hmm. just uh, did an interview that'll come out in a few weeks, but with this doctor, Dr. Mindy Pels, and she is not necessarily a coach. She's a doctor helping women through this hormone cycle. But she was like, well, if you look at our hormones, women athletes, you know, we all set up our training based on a weekly schedule, like Monday is my long run and Tuesday is my swim and Wednesday. And we just do that every week. And she goes, but here's the deal. If if you really want to gain muscle, you want to do it when your progesterone is rocking and therefore able to take on and build more muscle. And that's going to be the week before your period. I think it was progesterone where it allows you then when you boost that or you have a lot of that, it allows you to boost more testosterone. So for that week before your period, don't go out and do your long runs and rides and stuff. Your tendons and and, um, ligaments are kind of loose anyway. Do some really serious um, controlled lifting of weights that week. And then you will build more muscle. And then the next week, two weeks, three weeks, you can go back into whatever mode. And it was just like this mind. That is fascinating. I know. And I like our entire training has been built around like, like, and maybe men have a cycle too. I don't know. But, but yeah, no one's ever really like thought about that. Like, how do you harness the. How do you harness the witchcraftery of periods? Yes. And I always want to talk about that. I only, we should, that's going to be the next episode. I only bring this up because we didn't have women coaches. And even if I did, they, they might not have been on the cutting edge of, you know, hormonal science, but Mm. the men coach that I had that were very successful for me were very supportive emotionally, but pushed the hell out of me. Mm. And Maybe they played mind games. I don't know. Maybe a little bit. But I just remember um, my first really badass coach was named Dave Krodiak. And he Uh was with the Westmont Swim Club. And so when I graduated from being like pretty good to we need to find the best team in the area, he was the guy. And there were other coaches on his staff. But he coached the senior swim kids who were swimming at nationals and stuff. And I remember being a little bit scared of him because I don't know why, but often with your best coaches, I found that there's this little fear of like, I've got to do what he says 
because if I don't, I'll get the wrath of Dave. You know, really, that was probably like the silent treatment or being disappointed, you know, like those things. It wasn't like they hit you or anything like that or but um, probably made you do harder work, you know, so you were constantly just like interpreting what he gave you to do and putting your 100% full trust into the process. And I remember the big thing about having a coach was that you always saw him right before an event. And then no matter how you did, if it was the worst swim of your life or the best swim of your life, you went straight up to him afterwards and you either got a huge hug or you took your Uh chops and like walked away with your head down. But like... Uh That coach was your lifeline. Without a coach, you're floating. You're aimless. What are you doing? Where? How do you even get to the swim meet? Like, you need someone to help lay the foundation and then to know that they have your back. And I think that's a really big thing is, yeah, it can be really hard sometimes. You can feel like you they're disappointed or whatever. But the truth is, it's all on you. And at the end of the day, a great coach has your back. That's my experience. What about you? Do you have a coach that stands out? I'm, I've been sitting here thinking about all the different coaches that I could potentially, because the majority were in high school, I would say, um, with all the different, um, you know, sports that I had played. And the majority were men and they, I would say probably um, my basketball coach, Mr. Baker was very, I mean, he was, his daughter had played, I can't remember where she had played, but he was, you know, it was high school, but he was kind of a legend even in the, in the States. And he was known for being very tough and just, he did, he, 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 you know what it was, Nicole? He expected a lot. And, and in expecting a lot from you, you, I think, begin to expect more from yourself, you know, and, and the great thing I think about coaches and just like you with your swim coaches, these are people who have had years of experience doing what they're doing. And so they can take the knowledge and they can facilitate it. And they, they, you, could you go learn how to train yourself, how to be a swimmer? Sure but it would probably take you a lot longer and they've had a you know life experience and i think that's where it's important to you know leverage a coach and to you know not all coaches are a not all coaches are created equal and b just like people in your life who are there you know for a reason a season a lifetime i think that's the other right Coaches can be the same, right? So maybe there is one small thing you need to work through or something like that. So, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's what I would say mattered the most were the ones who expected, they expected great things out of me, you know, and held me accountable. And they weren't like, oh, you showed up and you gave 50% today. High five. They were like, you can do better. And I was like, you're right. I can do better. I can do better. So... You know, here's what I'm hearing. The best coaches teach you how to be a champion on and off the field. They help you figure out who you are and help you build like core foundational values that then move into and shape you as an adult. And maybe it's a good moment here for us to talk about the fact that 
yeah, when you're done with your sports career, most people think I'm done with coaches. But we all go through crap in our lives where we find ourselves treading water, not to use a swim term, and uh, we need some direction. And we would love to be held accountable or to help have someone help us make goals and then expect a lot from us and then hold us accountable. Like we still could use that every once in a while in different ways. Um, Talk to me about how you yourself might be doing that for some women right now and or what else you might recommend. Well, I, so I've been putting a lot of thought into this. So I did launch a new um, coaching course. It's called get your shit together. Um, And it's really about goal setting in the new year. And it's a very cool process. Um, I'm very excited about it, but um, in general, what I have seen, and as I was thinking through this, um, A, I think the the discipline of coaching, life coaches, fitness coaches, um, yoga, co- like business coaches, all these things have really, that industry has begun to build up. So there are a lot of coaches available out there, right? I know I still struggle to find the right ones. Um, who's a good match for me? Who's a good fit for me? That kind of a thing. But that industry has built up. So there's a lot more resources available to us as women, I believe. Um, but then also, as I thought about it, I was like, think about all the time we sent and spent in school, learning how to read and write, learning about all the wars, learning about, you know, all these different things. But we never really learned about a lot of life skills. Like no one taught us how to be an effective and a good communicator and be able to mediate, you know, and navigate conflict. No one taught us how to, you know, effectively manage our finances and like the reality of budgeting and saving and building wealth. You know, nobody talks about, um, they didn't teach us how to, you know, make an amazing plan or set really great goals. So I think, and and here's the thing, a lot of times we're, we're taught to set goals for our life. So yes, I want to make X amount of dollars. I want to move this way in my career. I want to live here or have like whatever your life goals are. However, a lot of times you're held back from those by these sort of soft skills or light skills that no one really taught us. Um, So for me, I see that as the real gap in women's support and access to knowledge and access to knowledge from a trusted person who like gets you, right? Um, And so that's, we actually are launching some group coaching programs over the next year um, to focus on, on some of these items. I'm very excited. I, this is my wheelhouse. This is my love is, is coaching. I am, I didn't realize it until I started coaching my son's team. And I was like, Oh, I think I really like this. Like, I know it's bas- <laughs> it's YMZ basketball. And I was like, Oh, I forgot how much I love. Like, you know, I've coached a number of teams and a number of people throughout my life. Um, but, you know, really embracing that and saying, you know, there's so much value. And again, like I mentioned with the group coaching model, um, I think in the power of what we've done in our Zuma communities and our skirt sports communities, you know, we build communities and and these women come together and support each other. We learn from each other, you know. Um, so I'm just really excited to be able to offer some of this coaching. I think it's a need. I'm sure those of you listening are like, heck yeah, I would love you know, just for someone to talk, there's not even a place to go to talk about being a good communicator. I don't know your spouse, but 
your spouse probably thinks you're like not a good communicator. <laughs> your spouse, I know. Point. Like, you know, but and even with your friends, yes, you can talk about it, but where can you get real knowledge, real, you know, with help and coaching? That that sort of thing doesn't always exist. So I'm very excited about that. And that's partly I wanted to talk about it in the podcast is just how important I think it is for coaching in your life. And that there are a number of women who embrace it, but I don't think that there's enough women who embrace it. Um, and so I'm well, excited. Sarah, what I love about what you're doing is that you are taking the approach that you're not trying to sign people up for life to be their coach. Um, you are giving them skills. You're coaching them through some issues that they need to better understand or learn or they're, you know, just feeling in the dark on. And uh, and then you're kind of sending them off on their way, but you're there for them if needed. Right. I love right. it. I love it. Well, and you think about it. So, you know, um, in some of the research that I've done, you know, uh, marriages, let's say marriages that are in trouble, right? So you, you're struggling with your marriage. There's problems. You go to a therapist to try to resolve it. But the truth is one of your number one issues of marital problems is finances. So really what you should be working on is your finances, because that's what's causing a lot of the problems or the issues in your relationship. And, you know, same thing with communication, same thing with these kinds of things. Like when you can resolve the actual problems behind it, maybe you don't have a marriage problem. Maybe you have a community, you know, communication problem. Maybe you have a planning problem. Maybe you have a time management, you know, problem, those kinds of things. So I don't think we take enough time to like work through and coach through the underlying issues that we and you know, run into. I think you just hit on a future episode or two, especially like why we need to talk about money. All right. Guess yes. what? We better get rolling so we can we can up. think about that and record another episode here. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you all for joining us. I if you have a coach, I would love we would love to hear about it in the comments. Um, let us know about your most effective coaches uh, who impacted you the most in your life. And we'll see you in the next episode. Oh, and do we have a deal for our listeners today? Always, always 20% off skirt sports with pod 20, P-O-D 20. All right. Got Shop it. away. Noted. All right. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Yoga Pants Podcast. As always, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out with any comments, questions, and suggestions for future topics. Now grab those yoga pants, ladies. Get out there and get busy living your best life. See you next time.